Hey, everybody, and welcome to It's the Liquor Talking. We have an echo, just so you know, Ted. And a lot of us think that that might be the empty space in our heads kind of rattling around in there. Uh, for speaking, but yeah, it's not. It's the liquor talk right here on WCRN AM 830. I just want to put we're also on Facebook Live. You can go check us out at Julio's Liquors page on um, uh, Facebook. Right. And so when I clicked it up and it went up to like it went up it, when I jumped on there, it was like four views. And as soon as this, came, this show came out, it dropped it to right. <laughs> Oh, no, no, now it's popping up there. We got more people listening now, so that's great. Um, hopefully, you're listening to us on the radio, too. But uh, Well, some people like to see what all the excitement's about. And, uh, like a train wreck. Yeah. And today, um, I, what, what surprised me today is that I walked up and there's already uh, the drink of the show in the coffee mug. Uh, well, Johnny on the spot over there, uh, John Hendricks has said, uh, I'm just going to make you get some cocktail tonight because he saw that we were talking about uh listen we got our we got our moxie hats on oh yeah and we joked around last week of course they're not a sponsor but we do have heaven hill is a sponsor of this show right right and when they saw that we were doing rye and Mo moxie and rye they jumped on the bandwagon and said hey what else if we did like a package for everybody right anybody that wanted to buy one with our with our with our rye whiskey um, because Elijah Craig just came out with a, their own ride. And I said, sure, why not? Right. So um, the, so what's in your mug is a Moxie and Rye. So first all of right. all, cheers to that. Yeah. You know, in New England, no one's business. What's in your coffee mug? But today, it's Moxie and Rye. Yeah. And we're excited to tell you it's Moxie and Rye. A New England soda. Um, well, it's a New England thing. The whole thing is very New England thing. But you know what has been surprising to me is we've been like ramping up and getting excited about boxing and ride drinks, which we have over the last few weeks. Several people have come out of the woodwork and said, I really enjoy Moxie. And I'm like, it's oh, like, it's it, like, it's, it's like I didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to tell anybody. A little secret. Well, so um, the, the good folks at, at Heaven Hill said, let's put this whole package together. And if you're on Facebook, you can sort of see this. It's a big canvas bag that says Elijah Craig. And then in in the kit, there is a bottle of Elijah Craig yes. uh, uh, rye rye whiskey, which I believe is ninety two proof. Johnny, is it ninety two proof? Ninety four, ninety four proof. Excuse me, ninety four, ninety four proof. And then um, you also have because it's the New England sensation that will knock your socks off. You have a, a, a pair of socks. Extra pair of socks. You by the way. Thank you. So you have Elijah Craig socks in there, and then a really cool tumbler. It's like an insulated tumbler. It says. Uh, Elijah Craig on one side and has the lock and key logo on the other, which is our oh, nice. stuff. And then right below it, because I thought it was really important that you wouldn't lose the recipe for the yeah, boxing right. So I put below that on the on the tumbler the detailed recipe. The detailed recipe, Moxie and Rod, so that you can never forget the recipe for You're the like, what was that again? <laughs> and this goes uh, in line with you, you like to make a quick and easy drink. Without a lot of dude, I'm sorry. mix it in a minute, man. Right. I, 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 like if I do mixed, I don't do mixed drinks a, a ton. Right. But when I do, they need to be Quick. like down and dirty, easy to do. So, yeah. Um, so we get those delicious. So hopefully, um, hopefully, um, I think he's already done it. Uh, cousin Vinny has got up on the Facebook page the Moxie and Ryan package. Um, so you can click directly to that. This is for the canvas bag. Canvas bag bottle, a couple of cans of Moxie. Yeah. And the socks right. and the special tumbler. Um, so if you're ready to go, in some sense, you can start making it as soon as you get the 
as soon as you get the kid. Yeah, yeah. And so this is what's cool about this is this is like if you put everything together, it's like seventy bucks. Yeah, it'd be like seventy dollars, but they're forty nine ninety nine. So um, click on that and see what you think about those. Well, two things. And by it's the way, there's five Nazi. Yeah, that's the other part of this. And it's also this is a new uh, Elijah Craig Rye, right. which would maybe hard to find. If yeah. you're trying to look for it, because it's just been released, right? I think they're, I think they're getting. Well, here's the thing: is I think it's available, but I don't think everybody's carrying it yet. Right. You know, but only because they don't know. Even, even on the retail side and stuff, they don't know about it. That you know that there's, you know, they're used to just seeing Elijah Craig Bourbon. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on today. But I think it's really cool that they, you know, like I said, that they they came on. So we're almost we almost sold out. We did like 24 of these kits. They're almost gone. Yeah. Um, They've committed to doing um, more of these, so we'll we'll actually get some more of these if we, if we run out. But so, if you want it now, uh, now the reaction is today. Bond, yeah. And yeah. then uh, there'll probably be another rehash of it. I but think. I do like how the fact that it's all convenient and. Um, oh yeah, I mean this is this it's is all like, together because you're going to run around to the different stores to get to this and that and. The, well, I, I just found out. Get the I don't know if I mentioned. Did I mention last week about Deep Ellum in in Waltham? Did. Deep Elm oh, yeah, is doing, yeah, they, they're doing Monty and Rye at the bar. I think they've been doing it for a while. I mean, this is, I'm not, I didn't invent Monty and Rye. It's, it's a drink I like, and I just thought about sort of touting it. But the funny part is, but you are the person that went crazy. I can't crazy with But the funny part is, is that I had a friend of mine just snap the picture of, he had a Monty, had a rock, right. Monty and Rye. He goes, damn, it's actually really good. I go, well, what do you think I'm, t I'm trying to tell you? It's something so that I'm not, it's not like I'm trying to tell everybody to drink Malort. Right. Right. And so, um, so I, I just think it's funny like how many people have sort of like jumped on it. Like and, the, uh, like the flavor of the boxing ride, but like I'm saying, it's just, a, it's also led to a couple of people kind of coming out of the Moxie closet and admitting well, yeah. that they like the soda as it was because I couldn't find, like I was ridiculed for years, decades for loving Moxie. The thing I was is, the butt is, of many, many jokes, and I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about because it tastes good. It's well, not a child's taste. No, in that it is that, not a uh, grape soda or orange soda, super sweet flavor that you would associate yeah, you with the the soda. But as your taste buds evolve, yeah. and you get some more of the a little bit. Let, let me put this way: I, I love like 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 if, like vegetables or something. Like that. I love asparagus right now. Jen, Jen's been making like you know. Like Brussels sprouts. I I never like when I was a kid. Oh yeah, you couldn't get me close to any of these. Even even if well, my 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 Irish grandmother used to, she would take broccoli and make it so it became like within an inch of its life, she would steam this thing, right. and it was just like mush. So I never liked broccoli. I didn't like the smell of it and all stuff. But now I like all this stuff. Your taste buds change, and the same thing. You can go. Oh, I tried moxie when I was a kid. I didn't like it. I go. I know, but you had a lot of things when you were a kid. That you tasted, you didn't like, that you probably like now. Because maybe it's time to revisit this. It goes both ways, though, right? Yeah. Well, there's other stuff. I am in a knockdown, dragout argument about fish sticks, which I love, and also which uh, fish sticks? No, that's see that. Well, but I'm just saying, fish sticks in general. Yeah. Once people get a little bit snooty about fish and, and whatever they're doing, um, I like a good element. Me, I like a good fish stick. Fish stick. Yeah. Breaded, yeah, in an easy to use, uh, you know, <laughs> shape. And, uh, You're getting uh, a lot of one of my favorite this. movies, uh, Cabin Boy. They make fish stick kitties with little right. toothpicks. Yes, but um, uh, and also macaroni and cheese, which is popular among the adults set. But you throw in some sliced hot dogs in there, 
You're talking about <laughs> a kid's favorite that still delivers to my adult pal. I just don't, I want to go back. I think it was 11.08 where the show went off the rest. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to point that out. Didn't take long. Didn't take long. Folks, those are listening. It's going to happen every show. Hey, listen, I want to. Sometimes uh, later than other times. I want to, I, I don't know if you remember this. We got, we got some other stuff we want to taste during the show and stuff like that, but I, I have to go back. And now Ryan tries to bring it back on track. Yeah. Well, I'm going to actually go back. I'm actually going to do a half-hearted apology. Okay. And so, you know, I don't do these very often. Apologize in general, but right. this is sort of a half, a half apology. Mark it on your calendars. Mark it on calendars. Do you remember, uh, I think it was last show that we talked about, um, uh, a father shot teachers after accidentally packing a can of beer into his son's lunchbox right. and sending him off to school. And it happened to be Guinness. Right. And the funny part about the Guinness, the whole thing is he thought he was giving him uh, water, but it was liquid death water. Right. The okay. can of liquid death. All right. So here they are. Guinness. Yeah. All right. Liquid death. I have both cans here. I can see. Here, I'm going to say first. Same color palette. Probably the same size. One has a big heart. The other, a skull was still to be dripping. And so I could see, I can now, I will admit, I can now see that a mistake would be made. Now, but but here's Including uh, anodized kind of gold top. If you're looking down at it, it's going to look the same. That's right. So, but here's my only thing is. Why are you packing liquid death in kids' lunchbox? I mean, you're sending the kid with a skull and everything like that to go into school. You're making bad choices as it is. Do you? But you know, I get it. So I mean, you're gonna take us out of here. You're gonna go to wow. Yes, it's time for if the liquor talking to take a commercial break here on AM Radio 8:30, and we'll be back with more of the WCRN radio broadcast, but continue with the Facebook Live over the commercial. And so, guy in England, I am I am happy. Sorry for what I said. Yeah. <laughs> You look at those two yeah. things, right? Well, especially if you're looking at the top of it, you're not gonna. Yeah, if you grabbed it out of the refrigerator, first of all, are you are you, are you keeping the liquid death and the, the, the Guinness next to each other? Yeah. Even if you weren't, if you're a parent rushing to put your kids in the water, water. Yeah. sometimes you're not looking. Yeah, you but you're not like, I mean, but still, I mean, the, the, I, do, you, do you store both of those together? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that thing. But, uh, but, you know, let's say I said, but like, again, with all the stuff that goes on in schools and all of the stuff, you know, right. the, like, you know, I don't want to say PC and all stuff, but, but just in general, I think we're a little bit more awake than our parents were about certain things. Sure. You're sending a kid to school with a can that says liquid death. <laughs> right. I mean, but I will tell you from you know, the kid's side. Oh, it's cool. Probably thought he was the coolest kid in school. It's a little bit punk rock. The dad thinks he's helping out the kid with his. His reputation, or like I used to think it was really cool. We used to use our more, our bicycles and jump over other kids on ramps that we used to. I go. still do. I, but but I'm saying like you know the judgment of of the kid he's giving is not the one you want to go with. Right. Obviously, the adult may not be the one you want to judge. But I also think either. that a lot of adults do pander more than possibly you did. Um, oh, try and like be their friends with their kids. An eight dollar. Bottle of water, can of water versus a water. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those, yeah, they are expensive. Those liquid deaths are expensive too, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I'm gonna guess you're just trying to give them a little bit of street cred. Is that what you're going? Yeah. All right. And the Guinness definitely helped with that. Oh, well, the Guinness yeah. definitely helped with that. You are absolutely correct on that one. Um, all right. I get some stuff that, well, we made, I made my apology. I don't need that anymore. 
Um, I gave you. This was January that this happened. It's this. No, I don't think this, was. Jennifer may need to put this on the calendar right. as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, the, the thing. But uh, it'll be held against. I only wake the children up at yeah. night when I'm right. Right. Two o'clock in the morning. Kids wake up. Your mother said I was right. You know, I want to document. I want. I have to have other witnesses. Go ahead. I'm like, you know, go ahead. Tell them. Tell them I was right. Hey. Um. Are we have any kind of question of the show coming up. We're gonna have a question of the show. I figured I would do that at the bottom of the hour. Do okay. a question of the show. Um, do you want to try some more stuff? Yeah. All right. What do you want to try? I don't know. Like a bunch it's of it's stuff. a world of possibilities. Well, you know what? Since we're in since we're, since we are in this is they're gonna we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about uh we have this um Velchicchio Amaro del Capo is an Amaro that's being tasted today at the store. So I thought that you and I and John would try um, this Amaro. Because I figured since we were in that sort of, yeah. with the moxie and the bitter and all that type of stuff. It's so always a day away. Always a day away. How does this thing work? Oh, there it goes. There's it's a, one of those safety caps. It's got a safety, cap. It's got a safety cap on it. So, so you can do it slow. Okay. It actually has reminiscent nose of some oxygens. It does because it is a Amaro, which is sort of a bitter liqueur. It's supposed to be a digestivo, help your di digestion and all that, that stuff. But try that. You get that bottle. There's a bottle of it up there, Brandon. Would you grab it? Yes. Yeah. So you can tell people what it is. It's hmm. actually pretty good. It's got a little bit of sweetness to it, too. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, I can, I can definitely have that. Right. Here we go. We'll come back on to the internet. Yeah. That's what that's what Ted told me. Ted sometimes exaggerates. <laughs> Here we go. How do you say that, John? El Chico? What's that? The Chico? That Chico? Vecchio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this Liquor Talk right here on WCMR. AM 830. We are broadcasting live from Julio's Liquors on Route 9 in Westboro. Uh, if you want to get all the excitement, go to julioslickers.com. Uh, if you want to follow along with any of the other stuff that, that Randall and I do, you can also... Follow me on Instagram at Whiskey Journeyman. No E in whiskey. Uh, Riddle Bird is spirit, the spirit man. Is it the? Yeah. The spirit Wasting your time. Yeah, <laughs> wasting your time. Um, I did send you something on your Instagram the other day. Did you see the uh, micro crocheting? I sent of it to you. I did. No, but I sent it to you as a, a Oh, text. I saw it as a text. Yeah, but you but, can click yeah. on it and stuff like that. I thought, you know, when you're, I know yeah. you're like, spirit. Randall's 670, but he likes really tiny things for some reason. Tiny cooking. Tiny cooking, yeah. Tiny cars. Tiny dances. And now tiny crochet. Now we're drinking, um, we, we moved off to the Moxie. And, and, and then over the commercial break, we, yeah. uh, we're testing. Vecchio Amaro del Capo. Yeah. It's a serve chill. It is a um, a liquor, uh, but it's an Amaro, which right. is a very herbal Tasting, um, supposed to be a digestivo, supposed to help with your digestion, sort of going way back. But these are sort of bitter herbal sort of liqueurs. This one has a, a tinge of sweetness to it. Yeah, 35% um, alcohol. Yeah. And uh, very clearly on the back, 
negative four degrees Fahrenheit. Joy ice cold. I always, I always worry about something that tell me to drink ice cold, but this has got so much flavor and I don't think it really matters. Well, I think that that's one of the things is that it's a lot of flavor. So if, it, if it's cold, yeah, it'll open on the palate and you'll get that kind of rush of flavors. It's really good. But when it's warm, you're getting all the flavors just up front. So yep. um, this is I like it the way it is. I like the way it is. Um, actually, they're tasting this out at like 12 today. Uh, upstairs at the store, so they had an open bottle, so I grabbed it. So now yeah, let's go. We're doing we're doing moxie today, so let's grab Jess and see how this goes. Johnny, you like this one? John John likes it, so we're okay. John likes it. Here you go. Well, we speak uh, a little bit later earlier in the show about um, moxie. Some of the Italian sodas have this kind of edge to them that's uh, more like the amaros, more like the bitters. Yeah, uh, and so. One of the reasons that I like the Moxie is it has some of those elements. And so this is a nice, I think it actually complements both the Moxie as a soda. Yeah, it's really good. I like yeah, it. That's fine. Hey, um, just so I don't forget, um, because people are, we're getting into, listen, we're getting into summertime, we're getting, we're into spring, we're going to be getting into summer. Yeah. We do a couple of events here at Julio's um, that, that sort of kick off uh, the pre-summer season. And the first one uh, that hits is the day before Mother's Day. So that's going to be Saturday, May 13th. Uh, it's Tequila and Rosé Festival. So Tequila and Rosé Festival that we do here. I know right now we started at 25 tables. I think we're up to 30. So they're going to be Tequila, Mezcal, and Rosé wine. All the day before Mother's Day. That's Saturday, May 13th, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. And um, you can go on to juliosliquors.com and uh, click on, well, uh, to go, it's, you buy basically a, a, a $10 gift card to participate. Um, and that's it. And, you know, what we try to do is set people up. People are interested. There's so many tequilas out there. Tequila is a very hard right. category. Rosé wines is another one that, that like all the rosés are, are, are popping now. They're all coming out. Um, there's like a sea of rosés. But, you know, which one, which one would I like? How, you know, I like a drier rosé. I like a sweeter rosé. Or try some tequila. Says, right. uh, do we have some? Uh, we have tequila. Latitude. Uh, at the, uh, yes, I think Zapardo is joined. Plus we have a, a 90 plus rosé. So. You could do both. I think Andrea uh, signed up. So I think you're all set. All right. We'll check with Gio later on today. Try to be supportive. Yeah, you should be supportive. And it's a good, well, it's a, it's a good way. It's a good way for consumers to sort of uh, get their new sum, uh, favorite for the summer. Yeah. And um, for a lot of uh, suppliers and, and wholesalers and stuff, it's a good way to introduce a product that's maybe new to the market. To well, I was we'll have like a hundred, there'll be like a hundred or so people here. So it's if I attend, I'll remember that it's Mother's Day the next day and I'll make a call. And well, that's what we do. You know, you send have, a gift. You, you the reason Otherwise, I'll completely forget about it. Well, the, other reason, yeah, yeah. the other reason she drinks anyway, so. Uh, you probably should pick her up a bottle of rosé or something. Or maybe a bottle of tequila. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think she's more in the rosé set, but... Yeah. You know. Or tequila. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, you as my son, I think I might be drinking tequila. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And I'll leave it at, and I'll leave it at that. Um, John's going to do a... Um, the, next, the next one after that, after tequila, uh, the tequila rosé, will be the day before Father's Day. Just mark this in your calendar now. The day before Father's Day, we do a gin rummy, and it's gins and rums the day before Father's Day. So these are just like two of our little events. I know the boys have got a uh, a lager festival coming up. Um, there's some really cool wine educational stuff. We just did a, a great. Randall just did a great um, 
uh, class here on uh, this past master class. Master class of, uh, of uh, basically everything that people are doing wrong with tasting and whiskey. Thanks. Did you correct it a lot? Did you drink it? I didn't drink it. Do I? Am I doing that? No. Um, I I think that when people are trying to develop a tasting or palate portfolio in their head like their personal archive on how they reference tastes and flavors. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of information out there that isn't helpful in that. Okay. And then there's a lot of people who've also reduced a lot of the laws and the reasons behind why whiskey tastes the way it does to like simple factoids. And as a result, you miss some of the well, real we were, information. We have a meme, we're a meme society. Yeah, but meme, this was a yeah. deep dive. It was a master class. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I think it went great. Oh, I, I, I definitely do. I, I think it went spectacular. I couldn't tell if the crowd sat transfixed or were just uh, horrified, sleeping with their eyes open. No, they were really. They had some really great questions. Yeah. Um, we did not. Uh, usually, I'll tell people they can go back and watch this on you know on Facebook or go to uh, go to go like Spotify and look up his selector talk because we, we we tend to put these up as on our podcast and where you can get them. However, this one we did not because the whole purpose behind this class was a sensory class delving into what you're right. facing and stuff like that so it really we didn't feel like that would really translate well into into a um into a, a video or a, an audio bite it right. really needed to be experienced so um i know you're going to do several of these there's how many classes four four we've done two of them already but we'll probably have to go back and probably redo some of them because i think as you go on they, they all stand by themselves Right. Each, there are class, four classes. each class is really its own unit. Yes. So you don't have to really look at them in any order. You don't have to do them in any order. But, um, you know, uh, at the end, you'll have a full understanding of a lot of the things in yeah. whiskey that get glossed over. And I'm trying very, very um, hard to not make it a pitch for a particular brand, but no, it's, it's, that you can use across no. everything, although they are sponsored. By brands that I work for, that's how I have to get. Well, um, uh, Francis, who was here, the other, he was here on uh, Wednesday. Just said he just commented on Facebook and said, "What a great, what a great presentation it was." And okay. he's going to use the information that you gave him tonight. So I don't All know right. what that means. Hopefully, I don't know, I don't know if he's going to go. Some of the, nov some of the novices face. Yeah, I mean, he's going to he's going to go and use I know stuff. about this. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, that's the, you know, isn't that the whole point of jargon to make yourself sound? I think so, but it also. Uh, Listen, as long as you're giving the right stuff up. Yeah, I know. We're gonna. I, speaking of which, do you want to? Think, I think we should start this now. Yeah. All right. So, because I think this sort of leads into it about misinformation and sort of weird things that sort of like we said, like we're a meme society. It's like you know, memes are funny. They're supposed to be funny but they're not supposed to be the definitive forum on information. Right. So um, I saw this thing. It was Whiskey Tasting Guy. And I posted and it printed, on my Yeah, you printed one out. Here. I printed one out for them. you. Um, I, I actually put, put this on my page because I was, this was worse than and we've done the discussion about Netflix. This was this misinformation inside of like um, snippet, I like to call it snippets to experts is you're supposed to take these sort of like little things and it's supposed to help you make you an expert. The problem is, is that many of these things are not, th th there's either a bent to them. Right, they usually not have some thing. reason why they're being presented that way. So this is- Or the person who's presenting this as putting them, their own particular opinions out as, as the definitive, right. you know, facts. Whiskey tasting guide is a quick reference for choosing the right types of whiskey for your next tasting party. 
So now you're saying, okay, we need to have a tasting party. So they do it bourbon, scotch, Irish, and Canadian, okay? And then they break it down into novice, dabbler, semi-pro, and expert. And I think since, um, I'll probably do this. And then put three brands in each of the boxes. Right. So let's do let's do the bourbon one first. I, I think the essentially, essentially, this is a good example. So a novice uh, bourbon person would pick, I guess, these. Jim According Beef, to this chart, yeah. Jim Beef, Knob Creek, Wild Turkey. So those are the, the in the novice selection, those, those are the three novice whiskeys, bourbons, that you would look at. Jim Beam, Knob Creek, Wild Turkey. Now, I'm not arguing that, that they should or should not be in there, but just when you say, like, Knob Creek has about four or five iterations now, Wild Turkey has about the same. So Jim Beam is... I'm going to assume they're meaning the Jim Beam white label, although that has a couple in there. there there's many versions of Jim Beam. There. Right. So there's, there's a lot of different things in there. And then they go into the dabbler. Now, I don't know what constitutes a Which dabbler. is a step above the novice. I think you can get arrested for that, but let's just say it, which is, but I, I guess. somebody who dabs. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Whatever that. What, whatever is that you're doing that dance move thing? No. All right. So a dabbler would be Basil Payton, Woodford Reserve, or Maker's Okay, so um, we just threw in our first weeded bourbon in there, but that's only in the dabbler stage. Okay, and then we have um, semi-pro, Old Fitzgerald, good luck getting that. Happy Ben Winkle, good luck getting that. W.L. Weller, good luck getting that. So in the semi-pro, you just listed three bourbons. That are difficult to yeah. not, not, not difficult, virtually impossible. That's, um, vir that, that's virtually impossible to obtain. I'm just telling you. And that's that. the semi-pro. That's the semi-pro. By the way, I switched uh, barrels semi-pro last night. Yeah. No, yeah. The Tropic. The Tropic. Yeah, Tropic. Um, so that, <laughs> that's that one. In the expert range, and, and, and this is like dumbfounds me, is it's Blanton's yeah. um, 1792 Ridgemont, which they don't use Ridgemont anymore. I think it's just 1792. And Hudson, it's baby bourbon. Hudson, yeah, it's just Hudson baby. They didn't really give you the full title of the product, right? Um, it's Hudson baby bourbon. All right, so we have to, I guess, text out when we get. We're going to take a little bit of a break, but when we, we come back, I would this. like to talk about this a little bit more. Yeah, I think. So, should. if you're wondering what you're listening to, well, the show is called "It's the Liquor Talk," and uh, we're here in the lower depths. Of Julio's Liquors, but broadcasting through WCRN and radio, eight thirty on your AM dial. Stay tuned when we come back to the question of the show. No, I don't really want to talk about this while we're on break because I really do want to sort of get into this a little bit. What? Uh, no, the, the, oh, the yeah. whiskey we'll taste. that, but so we're, we're going to do the uh, question of the show. Let's do not answer it. Yeah, we'll do the question of the show. Um, so the right. larceny question of the show this week is true or false? And I, I'm getting my trouble, trouble with false, but I figured let's go that way. Anyways. Okay. Right. You're not going to answer this, but I'm just going to do the question. Distilled spirits like brandy, gin, rum, and tequila are loaded with carbohydrates, fats, and cholesterol. True or false, distilled spirits like brandy, gin, rum, and tequila are loaded with carbohydrates, fats, and cholesterol. 
So if you're if you're listening to us or watching us on Facebook, feel free to give me your answer on that. True or false, right? Uh, give me your answer and on then that. We'll readdress that. I'll readdress that on the radio show. We got since we have two minutes. Do you want to try? Yeah. You, 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 you you have have I haven't even said what it is before. I even said what it is. Do you want to try um, ginger spiced whiskey? We're talking about dabblers and, and all this other stuff. And I'm like, hey, you want to try this flavored whiskey? This is misunderstood ginger spiced whiskey. Uh, legend one, ginger spiced legend one is 80 proof, which I do like that. Um, and uh, this is a ginger flavored whiskey. Let's see how it is. Yeah. All right, here, let me give you some. So you as long as it's clearly stated, I'm not the biggest fan of flavored whiskey, but you like, have a place for them. I mean, you can make right. great drinks out of them. That's true. And then you know what I do like, though, is a lot of these um, a lot of these guys that are sort of getting into this that are making sort of, not, not more like flavored, but adding flavoring to whiskey have now started doing this. You saw it with like Taffer's uh, brown butted bourbon. Right. Doing these 80 proofs. And I think that's going to make a huge difference because you're going to taste more of the whiskey. Yeah. And it's not going to be as sweet. Hey, John, I want to try that one. So, as opposed to a lower percentage. Yeah, lowest percentage seems you know, like a cordial. Like, yeah, it gets in seven people with these things, friends. So, let me try this. All right, what you think? I thought it was nice. I mean, this is yeah. not my flavor profile, but I think there are a lot of people that could have that uh, could enjoy this. Not bad. It's not really the sweet. You get, and you get that great. little, yep. it, it's actually good. It's something like real ginger because you get that little uh, that yes. heat. Ginger has heat to it. And a lot of people don't realize she has a spice, you know? Let's see, she does. All right. I knew, that was a path I didn't want to go down. Right. They're dealing with violence. <laughs> Three hour trip. Oh my goodness. All right. But that, I do like that. You can, you definitely can taste, you can still taste the whiskey part of this. So, all right. Here we go. Come back. All right, Ted. Tell us where we're coming back. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. We're going to get back to the uh, whiskey tasting guide in just a second, but I want to have a little, a couple little housekeeping things. First of all, we just tried uh, during the break, misunderstood ginger spiced whiskey, 80 proof um, ginger flavored whiskey. Um, Randall and I both thought it was uh, maybe not something in our wheelhouse, but it was pretty good. You could taste the, definitely taste the whiskey in it. It had really good, it wasn't like fake ginger yeah. stuff. I, I think it was really good. I like the fact that at these 80 proofs for some of these flavored whiskey, instead of what they've been going like 65, 70, um, they're less sweet. Uh, I think if they're more concentrated on the flavor rather than the sweetness. You can taste the whiskey. Pretty good. I, I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah. And um, uh, well, I, I want to say that this leads into a topic that we had before. If it sounds like something you'd be interested in, and the price is affordable, and especially if somebody's out there tasting it on a Friday or a Saturday in a store, definitely give it a try. Because if you decide that this is something you really like, right. then it's going to be something that's good for you. But Ryan and I, you know, have taste buds and we talk a lot about really? whiskey, but it doesn't mean that we're right. Just no, ask no. <laughs> either of our partners. <laughs> This is true. Um, before we get back to our discussion that we were talking before, I think we should do the Larson question of the show. Right. I read this over the break, but uh, let's leave it to the uh, the full audience. I already have a problem with it, but let's. Okay, well, here we go. True or false? I know you always have a problem with true or false. It doesn't make a difference. 
True or false, distilled spirits like brandy, gin, rum, and tequila are loaded with carbohydrates, fats, and cholesterol. So, um, so I'm going to say, what do you think, true or false? I think it's false, but we'll dissect why it's a terrible question later. You're going to say it's false, but okay. False. False. Okay. Uh, and I have a couple people that on, uh, on Facebook have said it's also false, and you guys are all right. False. And here's what they're saying. The added fruit, sugar, and carbohydrate beverages add most of the caffeine, um, carbohydrates, fat, and cholesterol to alcoholic drinks. If you want to drink a distilled liquor, and who doesn't, mix it with club soda as opposed to tonic water or even Diet Coke. And if you are counting calories, remember to avoid fruit juices and paper umbrellas. Paper umbrellas should be avoided at all costs. Well, see, right there, but it just went off the, the cliff in the last paragraph. Because one thing that distilled spirits have is a very high caloric property. Right. So what that means in terms of science, which apparently these people are not excited, right? These questions, <laughs> is that you can burn alcohol and a calorie is a unit of heat. Right. However, there is a huge jump between bioaccessible calories of alcohol and a carbohydrate calorie, which you can also burn like a piece of bread or sugar right. or whatever it is. But the question is flawed in the beginning because while it says it's they're loaded with it, there's no possible way that carbohydrates and most lipid chains can come through in a distilled spirit as well as sugar. Right. Is that what the other topic Well, I think the sugar, with the sugar, definitely ruling out the sugar part of this, because if you're distilling, you're not getting sugar. You can't, you can't get carbohydrates. It's a complex uh, molecule that does not come through right. distillation. However, there are some, depending on the distillation process, particularly with a pot still and a batch distillation, that you can bring over lipid or amino chains, mm -hmm. which would people would might give say you fatty, fatty quality. Right. Right. So here's the basic thing. If you're looking to get that beach bar, drink like straight like tequila or use like uh, use like a, a, a seltzer or something like that in uh, a, a, a liquor rather than well, using like beer or anything like that. Like that's fermented if you're going to get more of those. Well, beer and wine, ton of calories because there's still that sugar and right. carbohydrates in it. Right, exactly. It's from the grain and from the, the stilts spirit the somehow, but but you know, like a banana is like ninety calories. I think a, a glass of uh, or a dram of scotch is like eighty or something like that. So, right. So not typically uh, bioaccessible though. Right, it's, it's different. It's totally different. It's, 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 a, it's like making choices wisely. Right. Well, they're just they're totally different animals of how how you're getting all that stuff too. And like uh, I want to point out at this point that a lot of the uh, like skinny vodkas and things like that yeah they've just added more water exactly so they've dropped the calorie count right but, paying, the proof. but, but you can add water at home and well that's like i always say to people like that you know and we do sell you know we do sell like um vodka that's, uh, uh, that's less caloric and i'm just saying you, know, you can buy just a regular vodka and add, add water to it yeah. and you're or use less of it and yeah. whatever you're doing you just get the same stuff. get the same effect all right, so um, now that we've gotten all that sort of out of the way, let's go back to the- uh, Which talks about side. like a bad way of bringing information to the public right. by trying to reduce it in easy to understand nugget. Bite-sized clips. 
right? So whiskey tasting guide, quick reference for choosing your right type of whiskey for your next tasting party. We left off, we had the Ceremony Pro, which was three whiskey, three bourbons that are very difficult to get. Old Fitzgerald, Pappy Van Winkle, and W.L. Weller. The expert level had Blanton 1792 Ridgemont and Hudson Bikini Bourbon. Now, I, I'm going to point out, and this is not to put a disparaging on, on anybody's product, but there is a, there's no reality that I can think of in the multiverse where I would probably put Hudson Baby Bourbon in the expert category. <laughs> and, and I'm not using that disparaging. And I'm not, and and I'm the not, only way we could do that is- People love 1792, but I would also bounce that out. Yeah, and, here's, and here's, here's, if you wanted to, and this is the only way that I can think of you can put that in there and be in the expert category. If you wanted to have everybody taste it and then tell everybody how it was made differently than everything else to show off your knowledge base, I, that would be the only way you could put this in a knowledge category because they use small. And here we go. Now I'm going to do it. I'm going to uh, They use smaller barrels and how they make it is a little bit different and all this type of stuff. But I think you're really going for this chart seems to be implying that you're going for like easy to grasp flavor profiles. And as you progress from novice to expert, right. you can appreciate different things. I don't know. Maybe I'm even You're being too nice. I am. <laughs> well, I was trying to be nice, Randall. This is somebody's opinion yeah. presented as fact. That's the problem. Yeah. Now, if they had broken these categories down to the price point, right. you could back up a lot of this stuff. It wouldn't be the same order that they have here, but you could at least say for the affordable entry level, Jim Beam, Knob Creek, and Wild Turkey are generally widely available and at a low price point. Right. But that's not really an opinion. That's more factually that, based. That's factual. But yeah. this is a quick reference for choosing the right types of whiskey for your next tasting party. Right there, the word right is not acceptable uh, presenting an opinion as fact. And by the way, I don't like people telling me one, what level I'm at tasting wise, right. because I believe I'm still part of the dabbler novice set because I'm still learning. However, well, I think you're realistic about it. And you're however, um, just by 30 years of experience in the amount that I've tasted, I think other people might put me in a different level or category. And so trying to categorize who your participants in the party is, is offensive to me in a way because you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Ask them what they'd like to see at your next party. But this definitely smells a little bit of marketing or as somebody presenting themselves as an authority so everyone can follow how they do it right or they themselves are doing it. Or, or who gave them money to put them on the Right, list. exactly. Yeah. Try the stuff. If you like it, it's the best thing for you. I can't say this that. enough. This is what we talk about in the class. I mean, I, but it's, you know, with anything, it's always going to be, with anything that you taste, it's always going to be how it hits you. Right. And it's, and it's a, a, a taste is a very personal thing. I'm just going to give you a sort of an example sure. of this. Okay. My, my lovely wife, Jennifer, I've been trying to get her to, to, to drink whiskey. She's a wine drinker. I said, you know, you should try whiskey. There's a lot of stuff in there. And I, I've tried different things. It's like, you know, here, try this, try that. She finally nailed on a, a whiskey that she liked. Yeah. Right. And that whiskey happened to be, uh, that happened to be a uh, 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 dark, what was it? Blackheart. Huh? Blackheart. Blackheart from Brooklyn, which is at the, time, at the time, at the time was about $400 bottle. Would that categorize 
because she liked that one, would that automatically throw her into like an expert level? Because, you know, $400 a bottle is certainly somebody that's not dabbling. She happened to have access to it because I had access to it, right? But it's certainly not throwing her into that category. But I'll tell you what it did do. It opened the door for her. And I wouldn't say that that would be a novice level, but it did open the door for her about the flavor profiles and some of the other things she liked. And now she drinks other whiskeys and other bourbons because she now is more open to trying them. And she also now knows exactly what she's looking for. And, and she finds them in different ones. Unfortunately, the next one was a, was a, was a really, <laughs> they united those. She's like, another 400. She just likes 400. Well, like, what I'm telling you, every but that's what it is. is the expert in what they like. Yes, exactly. But you're going to say like, hey, why don't you uh, pander to, to people's egos and tell them that they're an expert or try and tell them that they need to move up to your level because you're an expert. All that stuff is where it gets messy. Uh, we're in one of the few things that is a sensory experience. And if you make a face when you're tasting whiskey, it just tells me everything I need to know and you need to know about that whiskey, which is it's not enjoyable to you. It doesn't matter if you're supposed to have the stamp of approval of that whiskey. Well, and there are Isla whiskeys in here that are peated and that, definitely not in everyone's wheelhouse. It doesn't matter if you're an expert or not, if you don't like that category. So it's- I'm gonna have the, I'm gonna have Vinny uh, post this uh, on, on, on this uh, stream on Facebook Live. I'm gonna have him post this one so you can go, guys can go look at it and see what you think. Yeah. I get everybody's opinion. Listen, if he's gonna give his, his opinion, we can give him, we can have everybody get their opinion on what they think. All right. So, all right, so let's get us well, on. I think we're gonna take another commercial break and we need to like cool down. We're gonna cool down here. Cool down. Here, it's the liquor talking and we'll come back on the other side with more of the show. I think that was 10 seconds. Yeah. I think during the break, we're gonna just try some. We should try some fun stuff. Okay. Got the gins and there you go. Oh, let's do that, John. I just, I get, uh, John is making um, us a gin and tonic. Yeah. So when he's making, when he's, he's making us some uh, Uzu uh, Fever Tree and um, what was it? What was it? Nika, Nika, Nika gin cocktail. Yeah. So he makes us a gin and tonic. So. While he's doing that, I think you can also try like some stuff in the other principle. You know, we tried um, this brand last time on Amina, on, on uh, 100 calorie. Um, and I think last time we tried like a mango or something like that. Yeah, uh, but yeah I, that's I, pretty good. I get the pineapple one. I just, when I was going through the top of the closet for, uh, in the refrigerator, I see you. That's a sign of friendship and welcome. What's that? Oh, it's kind of. Oh, it's not interesting. And also featured on the whole site. Here you go. Try to make um, we don't have this in yet. I think we're getting it, but I just I saw this one. I said, "Oh, let me, let's try that one because we like the last one." Let's see if this one's any. This is smells a like summer. It smells like suntan lotion and dust. <laughs> it's got that it really definitely fun has fun. a pineapple. Pineapple is a lot of e. No, 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 um, no coconut, but definitely. Again, flavors are there. It's not overly sweet um, at all. It um, seemed like it would be crazy sweet. It, it on the did nose. on the nose. I was thinking, oh, I might not like this one. It might have gone. Oh, there's a little bit of that pineapple on the back end. Yeah, the pineapple's there. It's just, it's just definitely. But this is another good one. 
I would, I, this is, these are really good. They're only 100 calories. So there's um, no added sugar. So what's ever coming in with the pineapple, you get that made with one that's a little real juice, 100 calories, no added sugar, and gluten free. So, um, and this is a, let's say, 4.5% alcohol. Spell that. Is it O N D A? That's what it looks like. I, I don't like the cursive on it. It's, it makes it a little bit. Onda? Ona? Ona? Have, they, have they gotten cursive yeah. out of the school programs? They, what? I don't think they teach it. What's that? Writing cursive. No, no cursive. It's like uh, it's like secret language now. Secret. Uh, That's right. No taking. Like my daughters we went to Catholic school can write cursive and yeah. no one can read it. <laughs> none, of our, none of their peers. No. I have a cursive typo. Do you? Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. It is weird. All right, Johnny made us. Johnny made us a drink with uh, Fever Tree Buzu, uh soda and um, Nika 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 Gin. I like Nika Gin because it is uh, Japanese gin done in their uh, coffee still, and it's very citrusy forward. And uh, and uh, yuzu is a uh, Japanese. Uh, it's like, almost like a combination of between in between a lemon and a lime. Okay, try it. I've been enjoying while you were talking. That's pretty good, John. Super fresh. Yeah, it's like very good. You're looking for that richness and you're looking for a little bit of that tartness that that makes it a great summer drink. Fantastic. Very much. I think I know what I'll be drinking this summer. (laughs) That's a good one. I like that a lot. Very nice. I'm going to have some. So, where do you get the the fever tree and the fever tree um, usu um, soda? Yeah, I have it on. It's on the table over here. Yeah, and then coffee, um, Nika coffee gin, which is very plain looking package, but the, the flavor on these this gins yeah. is fantastic. But Nika does a very plain looking package on all. Of yeah, it's very it's very forward of what they're doing. It's very easy to read. It's just it's very simple, really good, clear. Okay, here we go. All right, only more coming back. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talk right here on WCRN AM 830. And during the break, um, uh, John made Randall and I a uh, cocktail. It's a uh, gin, well, it's not a gin and tonic. It's a gin-based cocktail. We used Fever Tree um, Lime Uzu Uzu, and uh, Nika Coffee Gin, um, which is, like, the coffee is the type of still they use, not not like the coffee drink. Um, and I, I love C-O-F-F-E-Y. That's right. And uh, very, which is very citrus forward. Um, so you're really getting sort of like lime, uzu, and this other citrus, lemon side of citrus you're getting from the gin all together. Um, fantastic cocktail, John. Good job. Uh, I think I'll be drinking this this summer. Yeah, it's delicious. It's crisp. It's clean. It's very, very nice drink. Um, but it will confuse a lot of people because Aeneas coffee, man, from Ireland, patented a still that has a unique design, and that's referred to as the coffee still. Right. But everyone who looks at it goes like, oh, it's going to have that job. Or <laughs> yeah, mocha flavor. No. You know, and, and probably 10 years ago, you would never even, even get that into question because 
there would be like very few things that had coffee flavor. But today, it's you know, there's cold brew, yeah. this and that, beers from beers to alcohol, coffee milk, which are um, yeah, that's good too. Um, all right, I got a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a treat for you today. All right, we've been drinking it all over, like we've been drinking all over the board. Elijah Craig. It is another Elijah Craig, but this is a uh, advanced bottle. Oh. of our barrel that we picked i don't know if you i don't even know if you remember this far back in november we picked a uh we picked a barrel of elijah craig barrel proof so they basically did nothing to this we just picked it the barrel they filtered it lightly just to keep the big chunks out and put it in a bottle this is a nine-year-old 127.7 proof yeah so that's 63.85 percent ABV. Now, is this what is hazmat being called? Like what? Hazmat, I think, is you got to get out of like 130. 70 and above. Yeah, I think it's like 70 above. So this doesn't quite uh, make it into the realm. This one is called Ghost X. And I will tell you the story behind this. Um, the X warehouse, which was on the main property at, at Heaven Hill, where they make uh, Elijah, where they, where they store Elijah Craig, um, got torn down. And they're, yeah. they're building. They're building all. They're building basically all the brick houses, and it got torn down. So this this particular barrel moved from that brick house to the new, which is like I don't know H one. It's like that's a different. It's a different name. It doesn't really matter. But it spent a year there. But eight of the nine years uh, that it was uh, resting, it spent in the X brick house. Um, so we decided. Call it ghost tax is to give it some homage to where it actually spent yeah. it, the majority of its time. Or the X warehouse that no longer exists. No longer exists. But for the folks out there that are X addicts, they're not going to have a lot of this kind of liquid moving forward because it's, it's no, you'd have to get into another, another. They're just listening to a warehouse and they're taking the designation of that being the rickhouse where it was stored up away. So you'd have to do a little digging. To figure out if the barrel you where where the barrel you're trying if it's like eight years old, the new rickhouse that they're storing it is not eight years old, so you'd have to do a little digging to actually where it came from. Now we picked out two barrels during this trip. The other one was from um, the Deetsville uh, rickhouses, which right. are off property but highly sought after. We did one from um, uh, Rickhouse FF, which is one of those highly sought after warehouses, and those are all uh, on a different property but it goes to our point that great whiskey can come from any of the rick houses right and you know if you were looking at the x warehouse but in the current warehouse you would miss a great whiskey because you're going to be looking for some kind of number or designation that that isn't an indicator of how it tastes, how it, or tastes. How it smells and so this is fantastic do you remember do you remember this one now that you're tasting it yes and I remember why we thought uh, we would name it Ghost, because at some point when we discovered it, you removed your mat and you said, <laughs> Is that what I did? Yeah, it was like a scooby doo Oh, who's drinking all my whiskey and yeah. moved her mask and it's me? Yes. Yeah, something like that. Um, darn kids. Those darn kids. This is, um, this has some good, uh, has some good wood spice. It goes deeper than that. It's got an unbelievable nose on this. Yeah, fantastic. You know, um, it's almost like a cherry going on in there too. Um, but this is a nine-year-old half-strength single barrel Elijah Craig. And these are just some of the new um 
private barrels that are being allowed now. Uh, you could you could get an Elijah Craig uh, a single barrel, but they weren't letting you do it at proof strength. This is some of the first ones that are now right. coming out that they're allowing us to pick barrels at cast strength. So a nine-year-old of that. Um, this will be coming out uh, here very shortly. Keep an eye out for it. Um, but um, this is a model. That, I think it's fantastic. It's set up, and I think it's it's excellent. That's better than a paranormal. It is because you know so what? You can good. actually really drink it. Mm. Really good. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. We have a little bit of time. Huh? I got probably time for us to do something. Pineapple, um, the other one. Let's do this one and see what you think. This is, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Uh, this is Gosling's. This is a premix cocktail, dark and stormy, yeah. but it's pineapple dark and stormy. It's uh, oh. rum and uh, gosling rum and ginger beer, but now with pineapple. Now I'm going to ask you guys as I'm pouring this to you to, to try. That's now they're very, they're very well. Here's yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Uh, Gosling's owns the term dark and stormy. You cannot make a dark and stormy, which is a dark rum, especially Gosling's dark rum in ginger beer. And they saw, they're very protective of the name. Do you think that now you're saying pineapple dark and stormy, that you sort of like did the exact opposite of what you've been fighting for all these years and sort of doing um, riffs on the classic cocktail, which you basically own? You know, I don't know. Is it taking it out of the category of a dark and stormy by putting right. something else into it? Right. And now does somebody else have an argument that, well, you're not. You're not really using dark and stormy. I mean, that's not. It, it's well, not, I think what people people are going to get uh, pretty confident in their ability to own <laughs> the name as they have over the years, and so once they own the name, they can do whatever the heck they want with it. I think is probably thinking behind this, but it does change what it is. It doesn't taste like a dark and stormy. No, no. I, I'm not it's saying it's bad. I think it, by the way, I, I think it's. I think it tastes good. The pineapple is really not overwhelming. It's not even a background flavor, so it's not. It's not. But it's I would, like crazy. But you're just capitalizing on your dark and stormy, even though it's it's. I it's the Misleading, I think, what people would expect for that. You can taste the rum. You can taste. Yeah, you can taste the rum. You can taste the ginger sugar. But there's another flavor going on, which is the pineapple. This isn't a dark and stormy. I don't think this is. I, it's, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm actually. I think it's tasty. Sure, but it's not a dark and stormy, right? You know, and I and I and I think that. Well, I, I like to have some amount of transparency or educational focus on the product exterior, because I do think a lot of people wandering around the aisles like a lost child, you know, yeah, pick up stuff because they they would think, well, oh, this has got to be like a dark and stormy, but well, I have influence, and it's a different trend. Yeah, I think so I, I'm not I think a big fan of the of the name and the naming of it. I like the flavor of it. The flavor's but I, good. I think that once people get pretty set in the fact that they've defended their, and there are many companies that have proven over time that they can defend their their property or their name. Costings is one of them, man. You you get anywhere close to naming your drink in dark and stormy, <laughs> they are they are on you like like anything, and and rightfully so. I mean that that's their claim to fame is the dark and stormy. I have a problem with now them taking the name dark and stormy and making other flavored drinks with that name. And it's the whole thing. We start, we've talked about this ad nauseum about, you know, a, mar a martini. 
you know, it's an apple teeny. It's a it's it's a cocktail. It's an apple cocktail. It's, you've taken you've taken the, the popular part and used that to sell something else, which has nothing to do with the original product. Right. Martini is a very specific drink. We've seen this with Fireball with their malted product. And, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Once they have the cachet of the name, they're going to blow it out sideways and as wide as they can to try and grab all those different sales riding it on the name. I think it's, I, I, to be honest with you, I think it's sort of a mistake. I don't think I would have used the dark and stormy. Um, I would have come up with something else. You know, I don't know, but they have all the money and the investment I know, in I the know. name, so they're going to do it. But I, I agree. With well, you. which dark and stone would you like, sir? No, that's where you get down to. So, all right. Well, hey, you know what? Um, what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, joining us today on uh, It's the Liquor Talking. We, we get a lot of stuff that we didn't get to. Well, we'll try to uh, do that on the next show. Uh, I definitely want to get into some of the new, uh, the new Fabrizia yeah. products. Um, they've reformulated the, the the which I thought was great, but they lemon the lemonade uh, one. Oh, I really nice. want to get into that. Um, so we're going to try those, I think, on the next show. So uh, um, stay tuned. Yeah. We're going to try to set you guys up for summer, man. The next couple of shows, we're going to do some really nice drinks that will set everybody up for their summer timeline. All right. Thank you for listening. It's the liquor talking. More on this broadcast, but in the future. So please tune in. And also watch us on Facebook Live. And get us on uh, Spotify. Yeah. You know, thanks. Thanks, Dad. We'll talk to you later. All right, let me take us off Facebook Live. Sorry, I wasn't here last week, but you know, my daughter, uh, I had a, she did get her license, but. <laughs> I'm just warning everybody else. Well, I'm glad it was.